0: The path of the witch is so unique. The, the gift of witchcraft. I was able to see, hear, and communicate with spirits. It's a very personal relationship between a person and spirit. Colonel lust and things like Working that. Working with different energies and spirits and communicating. Creating magic. Powerful yeah. ritual
1: and
2: spells.
0: <laughs> <cost. laughs> She's, She's actually
1: sitting
2: in the The cauldron. role of the witch is to make change. Years ago, three young friends realized they were witches. They scattered to different parts of the world following magic and spirit. Now they're back in their hometown
1: to share what they've learned. Welcome to That Witch Life Podcast, your home for living as a witch in today's world. Hey everybody, this is Kanani. I'm gonna be hosting today's episode of That Witch Life Podcast. We have an awesome guest who will be joining us later, Millie DeMod to talk to us all about manifesting change. Courtney is going to be talking to us and giving us insight on the upcoming Mercury Retrograde. And we are all going to take a look at the trailer for the new Craft Remake. So my fellow co-hosts, Hillary and Courtney, what have you guys been up to? Courtney, (laughs) what have
2: you been up to? I'm going to let you go first, because what's going on with you is directly related to what's going on with me.
0: Oh, all right. So... I'm, I'm good. Well, I mean, (laughs) it's been a week. I had a kidney stone. That was not the way I wanted to celebrate the full moon. Do not recommend, not the kind of ritual that you would want to look into. Um, so that was stupid. Uh, but then I emergency, decided to emergency foster a pig. Um, and so I have a piglet who's about three months old named Walter currently running around my backyard.
2: And I can't handle it. I'm. I cannot. I cannot handle Courtney's it. Courtney's been having
0: multiple meltdowns throughout. I'm the having week. really
2: like hard time existing right now because of this pig. Oh
0: my god. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I text Courtney and was like, "I think we're gonna foster a pig," and she was like, "What?" And then she just sent me like meme after meme of people screaming, <laughs> <laughs> and like GIF after GIF of people screaming. It was really uh, funny. Yeah. Um, how am I doing?
2: Literally, there is nothing going on for me except the fact that Hillary has a pig. (laughs) That's it. That is literally the only thing. Um, so like, just in case you're new to joining us for years, Hillary and I have had, um, an inside joke about pigs that rivals Kanani and my inside joke about penguins. And like everything, (laughs) like, I don't even call her Hillary. She doesn't call me Courtney. I call her Ree because it's supposed to be like a pig noise. And she calls me, also calls me Ree because it's like a pig noise. pig
0: screams like that too. (laughs) screams. Do you like cry laughing? Yeah, well, he was like mad that he was not part of whatever was going on inside of the house and started making re-squeals and like banging his nose into the window. (laughs) So that was my day. I I can't. I was like, bro, you got to stop. Like, chill out. Don't don't ram yourself into the window. That's not, like, that's that looks uncomfortable to me. And he's like, wee! Like, he's, like, squealing loud. And I'm like, what are the neighbors going to think?
2: <laughs> My husband is so done with me freaking out about this pig. It was funny because I called Kanani, and I said, Kanani, it's kind of like, I don't think the world could get any more perfect with Hillary having a pig then if you fostered a penguin and I'm at the grocery <laughs> store and suddenly you hear Kanani just say quietly, I'd foster a penguin. I wouldn't foster a dog, but I'd foster a penguin.
0: Oh my God. Kanani, I need you to foster a penguin, okay?
1: I if I could make that happen, I would. You're okay. your heart Actually, that's not true. They smell really bad.
0: Do. <laughs> I don't think it's them. I think it's the fit like it's the fish that they eat.
1: Well, I think the fish goes in and then the smell comes out. So
2: I'm, I'm not
0: probably true. Can you literally have like an outdoor penguin penguin hangout?
2: I would go for that. I kind of need this to happen. I'm just so, yeah. So literally there's nothing else going on with me except the fact that Hillary has a pig. So I'm doing great. Oh, I've also been dreaming about dead people a lot lately, but tis the season. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Dreaming of dead people and Hillary got a pig. That's my catch up. How are you guys doing?
0: I've also been dreaming, dreaming of dead people.
2: Well, how are you doing? Tell us about how you're doing.
1: Well, my husband found the wax. <laughs> <laughs> I think that happened Wednesday, I wanna say. People don't believe me that he moves the stove to clean, but he moves the stove to clean. So he found the wax. So that was actually a fun conversation. But luckily I had I had he he didn't find remnants from many, many other places. So that was good. I did mention to him that I had made a joke about it on the podcast and he rolled his eyes at me. Um, <laughs> as he does with most all things, but other than that, you know, we've just been, you know, hanging out and just kind of, I don't know. There's not a whole lot. I, I, I hesitate to say there's not a whole lot going on cause I very much enjoy it and I don't want it to change. But <laughs> so far life seems to be a kind of settling itself smidge which has been very very nice so it's my very birthday nice. week so of course yeah, yeah birthday actually when I turned 30 for like two or three years I can't remember how many years I kept having my birthday cake say happy 29th birthday <laughs> I think I did that until I was like 32 it kept really saying happy, happy 29th birthday I actually I had I had a much more I don't know. Just a harder time turning thirty, I think. Then I really couldn't give two craps about forty. So I think part of that is just I'm older. I'm I'm more bitter. I care (laughs) so much less about everything that I'm just like over it. So I'm not. I'm not. I'm super bummed that the plan was we were supposed to go to New Orleans. Yeah, for my fortieth birthday, um, which clearly is not happening. But um, other than that, I really have no. I haven't had any weirdness about turning 40. I'm excited that my family's, you know, good and we're okay. And my mom actually bought me some badass stuff from Spirit Halloween. So yes. That, that, was, that what you, was that the picture you sent us of the cute stuff? So that was, it was the mug that says uh, from Ho- the quote from Hocus Pocus, another, oh, another glorious morning makes me sick. <laughs> and then, and it's a giant mug too. It's like a giant bowl sized which is the kind of coffee cups I like. And then, um, and then, a the Funko pop figurine of the three Sanderson sisters around a cauldron. Yes. We actually, someone sent us that picture and they were like, Oh, look. And I'm like, Oh, gotta have that. I like <laughs> sent the link to my mom. I'm like, mom, in case you need a birthday idea. So she ended up getting me that for my birthday. So that was very cool. So yeah, that was fun. And then uh, my husband and the kids picked out some stuff, which I won't see till my actual birthday. And then later, I'm going to open my present from Courtney, which I already know yeah. what it is. You you really don't because...
2: You don't know what it is. You don't know what it is. I think I know what it is. No. no I don't think you do. are wrong.
0: I don't care what you think. You're wrong. I okay. know what you think it is. And it's not that.
1: Okay. I've told my husband, he's, he's the one. I've told him what I think it is. so that way, <laughs> If it is what it is, then he can, he can vouch for me and say she knew.
2: And if, if we sound at all grumpy with each other, it's because Kanani is mad at me that I I'm making her wait till the end of the show to open it. She thinks that she should call the shots and when to open it. Cause she's hosting today. And under the rules of that, which life podcast, that would usually be true because the host calls the shots for the show. However, when it's your birthday you don't you get to call it up when you open. You forfeit the right to open your presents when you want, and you can only open them you when we say. We
1: have zero comprehension of what birthdays mean.
2: Well, that which like podcast is an alternative universe run by the three of us, and Hillary and I have declared that's the way it is, and so you're outvoted. Yeah,
1: you you clearly have
0: zero. Two to
2: one.
1: Two yeah. to one. You you do realize that I could open it right now, or and, I could have opened it yesterday and that would be a big mistake on your part and so i highly advise that you don't do that
2: cuz it will spontaneously combust and you know it'll smell like penguin fart in your house if you do that
0: i love that you like gave that explanation and i was like you could and you'd be an asshole <laughs> <laughs> and that would not stop me we all know that i know
2: but the idea of potentially penguin fart filling your house is enough for her to go uh, all right yeah, i'm
1: not down for penguin farts <laughs> <laughs> anyway should i talk mercury and
0: not- retrograde <laughs> I, I don't so, know. Can we, you? Are, are we recording a podcast right now? I'm going to
2: try. Okay. I am putting on my serious witch face and voice now, so I need you two to follow
0: through. <laughs> so far, this is not anything anyone would want. Your serious face. witch face and voice?
2: <laughs> Both. Okay. This is my serious witch voice, and you're all going to listen, because Mercury in Retrograde is coming on October 14th, and it will last until November 3rd. Now... <laughs> Everybody hates Mercury and retrograde. It is literally everyone's favorite transit to hate. Um, it has the reputation for causing computers to crash traffic to jam and more. And it has that reputation because frankly, those things will happen. Now, whether that's because the stars have decreed it be, or because we have all started to believe that our computers crash during Mercury and retrograde, doesn't matter. It's still going to happen. However, As we learned from Lisa Jade earlier this summer regarding retrograde magic, it doesn't have to be a horrible time. And in fact, Mercury and retrograde can be both a personally and magically um, great thing for you. But some things you probably want to do first. So... Um, back up your systems. Make sure your stuff, just take the time. I know I am really bad about remembering to put things on my external hard drives. So just this week, say, hey, I'm going to go ahead and back up all my systems, put everything on um, external hard drives, make sure everything is saved three times. If you have any contracts that need signing, it's advised that you get them signed before the 14th. Um, I've never tried signing a contract during Mercury and retrograde. So I don't know if you implode and turn into stardust if you do that, but there are rumors are that it can make things complicated or even so far as making you implode and turn into stardust. So if you can sign your contracts before, um, Mercury goes retrograde on the 14th. Now, fellow Yanks, did you hear me say how Mercury retrograde lasts until November 3rd? Do we all know what November 3rd is in the United States of America?
0: Yeah, it's when our clocks are going to go back. Uh, actually. (laughs) It's election day. It's election day. Holy ball. I'm being an asshole.
2: (laughs) I was like, is she fucking kidding me right now? Okay, whatever. So this being to say is that if, um, that there could be some additional drama with, um, with ballots and stuff. So. That being said, if you can vote earlier in your area and can go ahead and vote before the 14th, please go ahead and do so. If you are uh, requesting an absentee ballot, do so as soon as possible. Please do not let the retrograde frighten you from voting. Okay, you should vote even if it's Mercury and retrograde. But if you can vote before the retrograde, go ahead and vote before the retrograde. Then, if something goes wrong, you don't have to ask yourself, "Did I? Is it because I voted during the retrograde?"
0: Now, yeah, I would not. I'm not going to vote during the retrograde. That sounds. Uh sketch.
2: Oh man, I'm going to, as soon as we have mail-in ballots here in Oregon, as soon as I get mine, I'm filling it out and then rushing it down to the ballot drop-off immediately. But um, that's just me. But meanwhile, you can also do um, some protective rituals, like especially um, on your car keys or your mass transit pass. And the best day to do that to help you get where you need to go on time um, because Mercury and retrograde is notorious for making people late. Um, the best way to do that is actually a day or two before Mercury goes retrograde. Cause then the blessings of Mercury, which is about travel and communication are the strongest the day or two before the retrograde. So this year between the 12th and the 13th, a couple of years ago, um, my husband has been very religious about this. And when we lived in New York city, he would charge his, Metro card, um, with, um, with the energies of Mercury on the, um, the day or two before, um, go before where the retrograde would start. And I would always end up having problems getting home on the subway. There would be a lot of, um, delays and the subway would just stop and be slow. He never had that problem. He always managed to catch the trains that just didn't have that issue. And then it was very funny. He actually lent his subway pass to a friend who was in town, um, who was in, who was in a visiting us from out of town and I was like, "Why is she not having any problems with mass transit while she's in New York City?" And everybody has problems with mass transit, but then I remembered she was using his blessed subway pass. So it really does work. And so what you can do by that is, um, is you know, um, sometimes it's simply simple. Mercury is a as a Greek and Roman god um or mercury is a roman name but he's also equib- um equated to the, the greek hermes glass of wine say hey mercury could you help me out here and then um help me you know get through your time with all of your the you know, power of your winged feet um and that can really help you to you know keep this from being an issue your your spells don't have to be really complicated like you know print, print out a picture of mercury set a glass of wine or grape juice next to it and just ask for some blessings on your car keys or your um, subway pass and you're gonna have a much easier time. But personally speaking, it's a really good time to wrap up old projects, old spells, et cetera. Um, If you have candles that have been languishing around with old spells attached to them, it's a good time to burn them through and finish them. Um finish furnishing your altar if you're doing something like that. Basically, whatever magical work that's been hanging around, take this time to do it because it will bring, um, it will help you stay with those good habits. I also personally like retrogrades for banishing work. So Mercury being about communication. If there are specific problems in communication you have with, say, your partner or other people, this is a good time to do spell work to get that stuff to go away. Um yeah, so that's what I'm gonna say about Mercury and retrograde. How did my professional voice sound? (laughs)
0: I can't believe you thought I didn't know when the election day was. (laughs) Well, you said it very convincingly. (laughs) I know. I was like, so the clocks are going back.
1: (laughs) Okay. So, uh, as promised, the three of us are going to, for those of you who don't know, they are going to be doing a reboot of the movie, The Craft. I have feelings about it. We decided (laughs) that we were going to watch the Craft trailer And uh, unfortunately, you're going to have to experience that with us. So this is us watching the trailer for the new craft reboot.
2: Feather stiff as a board. Light as a feather stiff as a board. So they still only allow like one black witch in the coven. They can't have two. Is that like not changed since the 90s? That's weird. And we're going to help mom with makeup. Oh, she's cute. So I know it feels fast, but it's nice, isn't it? To have a family unit. Come on, I your to the boys. They're
3: really excited to That's meet you. That's the
2: best part of the movie. Okay, that is not the best part of the movie. Right there is why does That's she the have best three? Part of the movie is David Duchovny. David Duchovny. Yeah. Okay. Because I am That's not Feeling these three freaking yeah, whatever this is the free the three brothers that look like they're zombies that are going to strangle the cat. I mean, like literally, no. What they're in like some kind of. Like Von Trap order like from tallest to shortest and they all just dead inside. Okay, I don't know about that. Sarah wasn't supposed to have Brothers. You serious? Do we
1: even know how are you feel about school,
2: school? No, there's Pet brothers.
1: brothers. I know why the cage bird sings. Wow. wow.
3: That is super nasty.
2: Oh stop, no. Why are all we come right enough. Parties? Settle down. No. Uh,
0: I I I reject Hey. It happens to everyone. He's made us all cry at one point or another. You should come over after school. I'm also like, when are the men going to stop caring about that shit? Come on. <laughs> Did we
2: just give them permission to have the freak out? then no, it just kind of feels like a cheap shot anyway. It's a cheap shot. You're like,
0: you're like, I don't know. What is I'm all this? This is a ceremony
1: to celebrate you. But of course, I look at that and I'm like, all those petals are going to clog the tub. If I had a bath that looked like just- that, you can bet your ass I wouldn't let either of you in it, I would be in it. <laughs>
2: that
0: is yeah, and I can't imagine that we were teenagers. This. We're like, yeah, let's get naked yeah, and we'll going to bathe, bathe new you. girl. No. Yeah. Yeah. You always bathe your new girl. Yeah, Every <laughs> time. <laughs> no. Folks, it's a tradition that you bathe your newest cabin member. Uh, uh, don't tell people uh, that. Someone might actually believe yikes. it.
2: Yeah. Psychos. yeah I'm,
0: okay. For the record, I'm joking. That's horrifying. That's horrifying.
2: Well, I don't know. Maybe kids today are just a lot more comfortable with themselves, and but that not would have not happened in the getting 90s. Getting
0: nude in the bath, I'd be like, "What? Bye." Like, yeah, this is I definitely
2: go. a Pinterest aesthetic, y'all. This was definitely not the gothy witchcraft that we knew in the 90s. It's definitely a was Pinterest this
1: filmed and- by the people who made that whatever that one movie was Fifty Shades of Gray or whatever that nonsense was. <laughs> this feels like right now that's what the music feels like and the whole vibe is like 50 oh my god
0: pretty. well her lips that would be pretty. really funny if this was <laughs> filmed by 50 sh- the people that did 50 sh- we should look, look into that which was terrible so i never saw it it looked ridiculous Good. it was trash you celebrate me because you're out fourth
3: just in time for the first period
0: the battle of having powers is believing you do that's why covens have always been important
2: Is it that, that, that all of a sudden they enchanted the mean guy? Is that what just happened, that they fall in love? Or did I, did I, I, I get, get confused with the other weird guy? Isn't that what they... They did that in the first movie.
0: Yeah, I think so. Oh,
2: they I know. I didn't like that part of it him. where it's like, he was so awful and he lied about her sexually. And then she's like, I
0: just want him to like me. But,
1: yeah.
0: But, and yeah. also, like, <laughs> I just, like i'm like why does it always have to be like that in every movie it's like no ew i feel like that's often portrayed like oh i'll get this guy to like me that doesn't like me because he's a douche i'm like stop enchanting douches like get them away
2: no let's see what else let's see if they destroy the douches okay
0: she's right the number one rule of the craft Person is a danger to herself
2: or others. Wait, they will be. Is there like a ghost in this? Does she come
1: back and like haunt them? Oh my God! I hope
2: that she that's comes
0: back That's what I want to know. This cool.
1: has me at least interested. In that would make for me. Some, I would
0: uh, be so down. Some other
1: reason other than David Duchovny. This makes me want to watch that.
2: Movie. If
0: Baruza Bach comes back and is the ghost, oh, I'm in.
2: I want her to be running the witchcraft store that they go into. That's what I want. Oh, that would be cool. That, that would, be would be much better. Bad. All right.
1: It's
3: Halloween. I was starting to get a little worried. Sorry, I was just hanging out with my friends.
0: Oh. We've gone too far. Was this just like some game to Oh, no.
2: Okay, so here's what I'm starting to
1: feel like I don't mind. That, that is about- her. Wait, no, we already saw her mother. Yeah. I was going maybe that's her secret dead mother, but no, her mother's alive. It's her dad that's not around.
2: Right, right. And so here's the thing I might not like about this movie, and I hope it proves me wrong, but it's like, I don't like witchcraft movies where suddenly the young woman becomes powerful and it immediately goes bad. Because it has that connotation that, oh, if a woman's powerful, then she's going to be terrible. And she's obviously... Yeah. Either can't control it or she's going to go insane. So I really hope they're not going in that that direction. I guess yeah, I hope see. they're not
0: going in that direction too, but they often do. It's yeah, like I mean, a young woman harnesses her power and suddenly she just can't handle it. I mean, like, what?
2: And I also, it? Yeah, and I feel like I like, that's what I liked about the first craft movie is that Sarah in the end was like, yeah, I have this power and I figured out how to use it. You know, yeah. whereas it, it's not like the power itself was innately craft.
0: Yeah, but Faruka went crazy. Well, someone had to. <laughs> Faruka was crazy. I mean and frankly, like,
2: if Furza, if that if I had Furusa's mom as my mom, that would have that would have happened to me too.
0: So yeah, true. Yeah, same. Yeah. I feel different. Be
3: careful. A lot of weirdos out here.
1: We are the weirdos, mister. Nope. Um,
2: nope. That, nope no they they're not allowed to use that. I mean, You're gonna that line. No, nope. that didn't work. She didn't she didn't sell
0: it. No. Okay, so. Are we actually going to watch this movie? Did we decide? I mean, I'll watch this movie. I, the, only for the sheer fact that, like, I'm hoping with every fiber of hope in my body that Feruza is in this.
1: You're going to watch it? Oh, I'm going to watch it just because David Duchovny's in it. <laughs> <laughs> are you just going to skip forward to the David Duchovny? Like, don't, you, don't, you don't understand. Let's see, if I can, let's see if I can find the the song that I wrote that I didn't really write, <laughs> but that I say that I wrote that if anyone hasn't heard, they need to hear. the best you should get into it that's it that's it right there Girl in love. that's it it's the best thing that ever was <laughs> doesn't get better than that
2: uh kanani i'm gonna have the david Duchovny song in my head for the rest of my life um just You're so wrong. you know. i don't i don't know i mean between that and the pig i think i'm good now i've done everything i've Boy, needed to I'm do pet. i learned that song Boy, and hillary pet.
1: got a pig so i'm good so I think, are we, did we unanimously decide that we're all watching that
0: movie?
2: Yeah. How are we going to try to figure out a way for us to watch it together during the pandemic?
1: We'll just have to watch it at the same time and, like, be on
2: Zoom. We can do,
0: like, a watch party online. Yeah. We That's should. That's going to need to happen. Because I
1: think it's coming out around Halloween, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't um, on Halloween. Oh, yeah. No, it's on the 28th,
2: which they guess they think is Halloween, which is fine, because we're going to be celebrating Halloween all month anyway, so... So,
1: Courtney, I know uh, besides watching the new Craft Reboot, you had some other things going on that you wanted to chat about. What were those? Yeah, so there's a couple of things coming up. So
2: first off, um, I have a class coming up um, on two different dates. It's called the dangerous goddess. um, And it digs into the question of the quote unquote light versus dark goddesses, um, exploring aspects of Bridget, the Morgan and Hecate showing how goddesses that most people think of as being sweet and friendly can also be very terrifying and goddesses that people think can be rather terrifying can also be very kind and gentle. And that really that, goddesses are complicated and we're going to dig into the mythology and some of the cultural context of these um of these beings and these are virtual um they are on both october 11th and november 10th hosted by catland books and pathway stores respectively so links to where you can sign up for those are on our website But I am also very excited to mention a different class, a tarot masterclass with Sasha Graham, the tarot diva, which is called Illuminating the Shadow. So per the class's description, the moon doesn't exist without its dark side and neither do you. This is a day-long experiential masterclass designed to lure you out of your comfort zone to look at the cards and your life through a different lens, guide you into the deepest recesses of your inner being to cleanse your soul, unearth hidden qualities and unlock dormant potential through fairy tale imagery myth and the major arcana of the tarot to unpack the story of your life like this is all courtney bait like this is super juicy delicious stuff um this class is super accessible for people of all tarot levels so whether you just picked up a deck or you're rather experienced there's a lot of things to gain from your time with sasha and I know Sasha Graham personally, and I've taken a couple of her classes. Um, she's an incredibly dynamic teacher, but also just simply wonderful and kind and supportive. And when you work with her, no matter your level, you feel like it's your very best friend cheering you on. So I, I cannot recommend her enough to anyone who was called to either tarot or shadow work. Um, the dates are October 24th and November 14th. They are offering both standard and VIP packages, but space is very limited. So if you're interested, you're going to want to go to taropalooza.com and book your space. Um, the link will also be in our show notes on our website. So don't miss out, you guys. This is a really, really wonderful opportunity. It sounds so awesome. It's going to be delicious.
1: And I'm actually really excited to announce that this week uh, we will be posting on our Etsy site our new witch kits
2: Yay. that we have
1: coming out for uh, around Samhain time. It's actually an ancestry uh, ancestor spell kit. And I am the queen of spell kits because that is my favorite thing in the world is to buy and you make really cute ones. You Just really like do the whole kit all together in one bag where everything. So I'm super excited about this. So, so keep uh, a watch on our Facebook and website and other pages, because we'll be announcing the witch kits that are going to be available for sale on our Etsy site coming up this week. Um, we also have uh, some fun stuff going on, on our Patreon Last week we released Courtney's video on how to charge water with the full moon, as well as our conversation with Laura O'Brien about the use of birds and divination in Ireland. And this week we'll be releasing the video of us watching the craft trailer, so you'll get to see it and hear us tear it apart all at the same time. We also actually just uh, we also actually just added a new uh, kind of. Bonus for our five dollar level, it's called our light as a feather, stiff as a board level. And if you're at the five dollar or above, you on our Patreon, you will get access to a private that witch life witch squad Facebook page. So it I'm is, is, is be
0: fun. It is fun.
1: Like that. I just yeah. think people need to know that. From Courtney, you're probably going to get something really smart. From Hillary, you're going to get something really thoughtful. And for me, you're going to get me talking about how I was still in my pajamas at 3.30 in the afternoon. So So you
2: must be actually really mad at me about this birthday present thing, because if you're saying nice stuff about me,
1: (laughs) that means you're probably really pissed. It's probably (laughs) true. It's probably true. So, but yeah, so people just need to have like appropriate level of expectations. Okay. The smart stuff's going to come from Courtney, the thoughtful stuff from Hillary, I'm going to be posting about my pajamas. So as long as people know. But I'm actually really excited about the the private Facebook page. I think that's going to be a lot of fun to kind of get to know people on kind of a different level and and have more combos like that. So I think that's very cool. You'll also, if you're at the $5 above level, get access to uh, quarterly special events that we're going to start having. And we, the next event we're actually going to have is a Hocus Pocus watch on Sunday, October 18th. That people can join in to watch the movie with us, and for those of you who want to be absolutely appalled, Courtney has never seen hocus pocus i have never seen not i, I saw part of it
0: can't, I can't believe that that is true
2: i I know it's a little weird. I saw part of it on an airplane last year, and I
0: fell asleep I, that, that's I, I don't know i don't what is our friendship even
1: that's like that's worse than every other movie I have not seen combined that's what that is. <laughs> So anyway, now would be a good time if you have not already joined our Patreon to join at at least the $5 level or above so that you can uh, join in on these quarterly events as well as have access to the That Witch Life uh, private Facebook page and any other witchy goodies we have coming out. Also, when you are a $25 level patron, you get a card pulled for you from Courtney live on a podcast so right now we actually have a new patron member kaylee and courtney's gonna pull a card yeah so the card i pulled for kaylee is the star
2: um really great one because this card is a card that's full of hope um and it it's it's one that reminds you that if things have been painful and difficult that the brighter days are ahead it tends to come to people if they've just been through a really challenging time It may be the card of 2020 as it keeps reminding us that things, there are brighter things on the horizon and we're going to power through. Um, The action card of the star is make sure that you're really in tune with what it is that you want because you can't manifest desire until you're really clear about what that desire is. So your charge with this card is make sure you are really clear about what it is that you want in your life. And um, allow the forces around you to help you get there and uh, take note of synchronicities and opportunities as they come up um, to move you in that direction. So, great card. Thanks for um, being a, um, a Kanani's uh, NB, NB friend, girlfriend, boyfriend, not sure of Kaylee's gender, um,
1: and joining us at the $25 level. Awesome. And other ways to support the show if you can't do a monthly donation, you can buy us a coffee or three or pick up That Witch Life merchandise on Etsy. Also consider becoming an episode sponsor. It's a great way to promote your business or let people know about your incredible events or even just send some love to a favorite witch in your life. You can find out more on our website at thatwitchlife.com and I think we're ready for a word from our sponsors. Let's do it. Yeah. Bath magic is a key part of any mama witch's magical me time. Magical self-care is critically important to any practicing witch's daily routine. I'm always excited to find easy and practical ways to practice self-care. I was so glad to find Mystical Existence, a small family-run company based out of Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania. Mystical Existence was named for Proprietor Maggie's lifelong infatuation with the night sky. They have the most gorgeous things to make your bath rituals an extraordinary experience. Their soaps are made with a goat milk, glycerin, or olive oil base designed by and for the magically inclined, such as their Taurus soap, which is coffee-scented and made with ground coffee grounds added for extra gentle exfoliation, or Zeus, which is fresh lemon-scented pumice soap, great for hard-working hands. They also have Libra, a true feminine soap with a floral and fruity fragrance, colored pink with a little added sparkle, which is also available as a body butter. As a Libra, I can say that that soap had me at sparkle but I really enjoy all their astrology themed scents and the moon cakes have been added to my holiday gift list for friends and family to enjoy. They also have a hard lotion bar packaged in a tin for easy travel. You can just toss it in your bag and go. And a hand and body lotion called Scorpio with a dark, musky, and sensuous scent. Set the mood for your bath time rituals with one of their soy wax candles with three fragrances to choose from. Subscribe to the Mystical Existence mailing list to be the first to know about their new items, limited edition offerings, monthly specials, and sales. Get 15% off until November 10th by going to mysticalexistence.com and enter TWLP at checkout. Mystical Existence, turning your bath ritual from ordinary to extraordinary. Thank you to Mystical Existence for being an episode sponsor.
2: Since this pandemic began, we've received a ton of requests from listeners wanting witchcraft training that they can do from home. Therefore, we are delighted to have Sacred Mists Academy of Magical Arts and Sciences as an episode sponsor. Since 2002, Sacred Mist Academy has offered comprehensive online magical training programs with working witches around the world, including first through third degree Wicca training with an elder program available for initiates of the Sacred Mist tradition. Other programs include historical paganism, herbalist certifications, spell crafting classes, tarot courses, Reiki training, and more. I, Courtney, am proud to offer a spell crafting and spell casting certification through Sacred Mists, so if you join, you can take my class and really get your spell casting skills in shape. All courses have their own private groups where students can gather and connect with other students. Students also have access to the Sacred Mist Circle, a completely private, student-only social media platform, not Facebook, with profile pages, discussion boards, groups, blogs, a searchable book of shadows, videos, music, and more. Other Sacred Mist Academy social groups include witchcrafting, if you're interested in creating your own tools, a divination group to discuss decks and share readings, empath groups to explore the skills and learn about shielding healing kitchen witchcraft and more join the sacred Mists live chats for rituals sabbats espits and healing live divination rituals study halls and social gatherings for and by students to enroll go to sacredmistsacademy.com and enter witch life during registration to receive free enrollment a savings of 30 dollars monthly tuition then depends on which course or courses you take limit one per student available until december 31st 2020 manifest the change you want to see in yourself and the world around you through sacred mists academy thank you to sacred mists for being an episode sponsor
1: okay and we are back and we are super excited to introduce millie a multicultural, multiracial, multi-ethnic minister, Millie Demad is a mother, child, student, teacher, activist, scientist, singer, writer, gardener, intuitive, tarot reader, and overall queerly divine person. Millie uses all the gifts of spirit to share the beauty of the living goddess within us all. Within the realms of social media, they are practicing tarot on a private page for patrons, posting spells, and as always, continuing and sharing academic research. Currently, Millie is writing and workshopping curriculums on African-American history, goddess archetypes, and hanging around Ariel's corner. Blessed (laughs) be!
3: Blessed be! be. How are you? You, I'm wonderful. What a pleasure to be here in your company today. Thank you so much for having me. It just reminds me of how much pandemic suck Because now that I see your face, I'm
2: like, I miss
0: you so much. <laughs> I know. Pandemics I mean, are bullshit. Like I'm, I'm like, I miss my friends. I miss going to do things. I get anxious when I watch TV shows where people are out in public without masks on. Right.
2: Like, <laughs> yeah. We just watched the craft trailer, and all the little girls were like in this line taking their picture, and I'm going. <gasps> You don't have a mask, on. a mask on. You're too close. This is why things bad. This is why bad stuff happened. It wasn't because of magic. It's because of COVID and you did not social distance.
0: That's right. hmm Bad things happen to people who don't social distance. Truth.
3: hmm
0: <laughs> So, Millie, let's start with the question
1: we ask all of our guests. How did you know you were a witch or a magical person?
3: oh that's a great question i um I was part of a a spiritual tradition no uh, twenty five years ago and um it was primarily african american um congregation spiritual tradition and we actually did a test <laughs> um, it was a test of what is your spiritual gifts so you you go through this weekend long training you you do you know intervention you do prayer you do all of this work to find your spiritual gifts. And um, they got to the end of the test and my spiritual gift was discernment. And everybody, you know, was like, well, what the heck do we do with this, (laughs) this person with this gift of discernment? And it actually kind of started to freak people out a little bit um, once they knew what it was and they kind of started connecting the dots into what I do. So I, uh, that's when I knew, and at that point, you know, I just started exploring my cultural heritage and um, my background, and then I also sought to study with some really amazing mentors and really amazing teachers who kind of helped me sharpen my sword, so to speak, so I can wield the gift without... Um, <laughs> doing too much harm in the world, which I think is a delicate balance for any of us that are um, powerful and yet sensitive, so.
1: How, I guess, so one of the things that I was really, excited, you know, for those who don't know, um, you actually were at a, we met at Columbia Willamette Pagan Pride a Thank couple you. years ago, which was super fun. And you taught an amazing, amazing workshop then. Um, and one of the reasons that we were exciting, excited to have you on is one of the things that uh, I wanted to talk about was about manifesting change. Mm. And I feel like right now with everything going on in the world and with people kind of... I feel like it's really important right now for people to take back a sense of empowerment Mm
3: -hmm. and
1: a sense of, you know, things aren't happening at them that they have some sort of ability to, you know, be a part of what's going on and to, to make change and manifest change. And I feel like that's kind of, one of the biggest aspects of witchcraft and practicing witchcraft is is manifesting change True. and and with so much going on i just feel like that's so important and so critical right now and one of the things that i wanted to talk to you about because you are so involved in things within the community is what are things that what are things that you do And what are ways that you work to manifest change in the
3: community? What a great question. Um, I think the first thing that I do to manifest change is to listen. Because honestly, we don't know the struggles our community is going through unless we give our community our ear. The second thing I do is I, I use my eyes and... I watch, and like our native goddess of this land, she who watches, she has small mouth, big eyes, and she watches to see what's happening in our community. That's the only way we're gonna know what's going on if we listen and we watch, because if we're talking, if the words are coming out of our mouth, this is what's going on, this is what's going on, this is what's going on, we're really not hearing, and we're really not seeing the problem. Once those things work, then we can utilize our other senses, our other powers to bring in the change that needs to happen, to address those concerns as they are happening. So once I hear, once I see, I can start to understand, I can restate, I can smell, smell that scent of truth, I think we, we as intuitives... Forget that when we're having conversations with people, we're actively using multiple planes of senses that are running through our body. Does it smell true? Does it sound right? Does it look right? Does my brain feel like this is okay? Does my brain feel like like we're addressing vestiges of racism in what we see, hear, and say? Are we... Being sensitive to gender issues in what we hear and what we see. And I think when we combine all of our intuitive and practical senses together, then within the community, we can start a dialogue, a discussion to create the change that we all need so we can all move up in this world. One thing I think that is important with people who are activists and want to help, they're like, I'm going to help, I want to help, I want to help. But you know what? Sometimes that help pushes people down. Sometimes that help silences the voices of those who need to be heard. So with allies, with advocates, with anyone who is in the community saying, "This is maybe not necessarily my issue, but I want to do something about it." How do I do about it? We start by listening. We start by watching. And I think once we start that, then we can take our other senses. Unfortunately, we can't hug and touch and, and hold hands right now, um, but we can connect other ways. Um, one thing I, I wanted to remind folks about as we come into this, this presidential election is the power of the written word. Maybe... Maybe the mouth was too loud when you were telling somebody why you needed them to vote, why it's important to vote, why it's important to show up to town hall meetings, why it's important to question your elected representatives. You know, sometimes we forget, but the power of the written word is something that we can channel our magical energy into and create change without Making the same waves that the mouth can sometimes make, especially when it's filtered through our crazy brain and maybe picks up a little tick that maybe didn't need to come out of our mouth. But using that written word to really focus the message, I think, is important. And especially now that we have to stay home, we have to stay safe, we have to vote by mail. It's hard to get out in the community. It's hard to organize. This is the first time I have done a voter campaign, a, a, a get out the vote campaign, where I can't get, stand out on the street corner and shout, we need to vote. And here is why we need to vote. So I've I'm, I'm been racking my brain. How do we do this? So I'm, I'm proposing a letter writing campaign. Send a little letter. Put all of your magic and all of your energy into a little piece of paper. Tell your representatives why you need them to vote. Tell them why you need to postpone putting judges on the bench that maybe don't need to be on the bench. Tell them why you need them to vote. Tell them you need them to vote better for Black lives. Tell them you need to do more for our community. Tell them what it is you see, what it is you're hearing, and what it is you're not you're not happy with in our community to make this the most democratic and representative community that we can possibly build. So I'm sorry, Kanani. I think I went off on a little bit of a... (laughs) No, I think it's perfect
1: because one of the things that I think, and I, I, I guess to me, I don't understand why people miss to me the biggest part, but... To me, the biggest part of manifesting change is action.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? Like if you're if you're trying to manifest a new job, right? But you're not looking for a job. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're not doing your part. You're not doing your part to manifest right. the change. And so you can sit and wish and wish and wish all you want. And that can be helpful, but you have a part in manifesting that change. Mm-hmm. Something you know, else doesn't just manifest it for you. And so I like that what you're saying is, you know, part of manifesting change in your community is being involved. Mm-hmm. You need to be involved. You need to participate. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that's, that's just critical. And, and to me, you know, I, I get confused sometimes when people think, oh, well, I'm, I'm just going to, you know, do this and then they don't do anything else. And it's like, you have to be a part of this process. Mm -hmm. And I remember four years ago, um, sitting with my children, watching TV, being shocked and appalled and, and realizing, you know, democracy is not a spectator sport. No, it is not. Whoever you want to vote for, whatever you believe in, you need to be a part of that. Mm -hmm. If you want something to happen you need to be a part of that. You need to not be sitting back and and allowing all of these decisions to be made without your involvement.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And so, you know, at that point, it, it was kind of something I never thought that was going to be quite so... I, I don't know, militant in my house, raising tiny little advocates that were going to be marching in the streets and learning all these protest songs. That Tiny I, little advocates. Is that I never imagined. I mean, I still remember, and I have to find the video, my son, because at the time, there was the Women's March and there was all these marches that I was going to and that you'd see on TV. And anytime he would see protesters in the street, he would be sitting in his high chair, eating Cheerios, and he'd start chanting... Women's rights are human rights. And he would just sit there with his little Cheerios, and he's you know three. And I oh my just, god, like,
0: that's so ridiculous. That's and, so and anytime
1: hilarious. they'd see, anytime he'd see protesters on the TV, he'd just start marching around the living room, you know, and he'd be chanting, and it was just like,
2: I,
3: I can't then, wait.
1: I can't wait for
2: Soleil's autobiography, which is like my mom, the witch activist, by Soleil. <laughs>
1: Part, well, it's funny. I talked about how last week I had packed their little memorabilia totes. And in her memorabilia totes are her two first protest signs. (laughs) And so that's in her little tote so that she will have those forever. Like this is when my mom took me to the climate change March. This (laughs) is when my mom took me to the, uh, it was a March against gun violence. And so, um, and we're going to put their little Black Lives Matter shirts in there when they outgrow them. And, and you know, she always so, threatened
2: that if I didn't shout and shout and chant loud enough, she'd send me to live with Auntie Coco. And I just figured it, that would be even worse than living with my mom.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
2: So it's just "If you need to chant louder. Because if you don't,
1: you're going home with Auntie
2: Coco. Yeah, if you
0: don't do this right, you're not coming home
1: here.
2: That's She's not like, that's happening.
0: the worst case scenario. So don't <laughs> send me to that crazy lady. Exactly. She has so tofu at least twice a week for
1: dinner. That's going to be way more than you've ever had before. It's just funny to me that, you know, in the beginning, that's not something I ever, like, that wasn't part of my parenting plan, right? Like, that's not something I always envisioned and thought of. And then later, I was kind of like, why wasn't it?
3: Hmm.
1: Why what? Why wasn't that part of my plan to really, you know, um, make sure that my children were actively engaged in what was happening around them and understanding, you know, their part in what's going on around them. And hmm. so... Um, it's very much kind of added a different level to, you know, the kind of conversations that we have and the way that we behave and the events we go to and things like that, because, you know, I'm trying to teach that message of, you know, it's, it's great to care about people and it's great to say nice things about people, but sometimes you need to be there. Sometimes you need to step up and do something. Sometimes saying something is not enough. Sometimes your presence needs to be involved. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think that that's, um, and I love what you said because that's one of the things that we talk about in magic is writing things down. The power of writing things down and putting your energy into that and and using that to kind of act as a way to manifest change. I had never thought of you know, voting quite that way before, but that in and of itself is an act of, you know, putting down your energy and thoughts into
3: words.
2: Mm-hmm. I had a thought also when Millie was talking about writing to, um, writing to people is that, you know, drawing sigils with either a charged oil or with your finger or something that's, that's clear. And just that represent the intention that you want, um, you know, clean environment, health, yeah. peace, justice whatever that is you can you can imbue those things and you know i've been writing a lot of postcards as part of my action and now that i'm thinking that i'm going to be putting some kind of motivational sigil on it like hey friends in whatever state that i'm writing to you know i'm not trying to change the way that they think but i do want them to act mm-hmm. right so yeah you know, do you know probably whatever it is that i can create some kind of uh, get up and do something sigil i'll be tracing that on all these postcards before they go out So Mm -hmm. if any of you all out there get a postcard from me, um, I've charged a sigil on it. You're welcome.
3: (laughs) Fabulous. Yeah. I, I did that too. I made a little postcard and I put, Oh, I love it. I put um, Sam, I put uh, Marvin Gaye on there as my, um, as my driver, because he's going to be sending the message to to bless the vote, vote like black lives matters and, and also save the USPS because we're having a serious problem. And, and, we're voting by mail and we don't need our USPS destroyed from the inside out. So, you know, as, like you said, Courtney, when I created these little postcards, I put a little love in it. You know, I don't use oils or anything because the post office really doesn't want anything fragranced or anything strong smelling, you know, no powders. Thank no, you for that. You're right. That's a good point. Yeah. Nothing, nothing to, you know, this is all just energy. This is all just our, the power of our love. And, and, I'll show you this one. This one I made for Governor Brown. I'm going to mail tomorrow. And in this, I just put so much love to Governor Brown. I don't know if you watch her, her, um, um, her news conferences, but, boy, she gets a lot of hate in her <laughs> news conferences. That's it's, putting it mildly, yes. Yeah, p- people are blaming her for starting the fires. Out here I know. Out. She
0: really does. It's awful.
3: It, it really is awful. And, and one thing we have the power of as witches is we can we can bring the power of love into inanimate objects with the power of our pen, and so just with a little bit of love, you know, putting some some golden wings on there, putting some words of encouragement, some power words, putting my intent in there. You know, I visualize as this goes through the system of the USPS, everything it touches, it's blessing. Every person who touches it, it's blessing, and anything that's broken within the system. It's gonna bless. And if we continue to bless, and if we continue to love, then all of those bots, all those hate bots that are online, all the bots that are preventing us from actually getting news in our own news feeds because paid advertising is taking over our news feeds. There's no paid advertising here. There's no bots here. There's no interference. This is literally just a love letter to my governor, thanking her for everything she's done for us this year, defending my city defending us against these wildfires and doing a damn good job in a, in a probably the worst year, I think we've ever seen. (laughs) So keep putting the energy and the love out there any way you can and, and be creative about it. This is just one way I do it. There's, there's a million ways to keep creating love and, and putting that in there to counteract the other forces that are so prevalent Right now, in that actually, that actually makes me think of what I just saw online
1: today, which made me so happy. Which was, I I try not to go too into too deep into the politics stuff, but I saw that um, they have uh, taken over the hashtag #ProudBoys hashtag the gay, man, yeah. the gay men clear, yeah, and they're doing hashtag proud boys and they're taking it over with pictures of loving couples and fun you know boys at parades and events and just showing that they're proud of themselves and mm-hmm. I was just like this is what we do it is so awesome. we don't we don't fight hate with hate we fight right. hate with love Mm -hmm. bombard hashtag proud boys with 10 million beautiful pictures of people in love, being happy, being true to who they are. Yes. Like it just made me happy on about 20 different levels. And I was so excited because it was, it wasn't your usual tit for tat. Right. It was taking something that had, had just represented so much hatefulness and making it so positive Mm -hmm. so beautiful and so full of love and I was just I was so over the moon I was so excited because I just thought that's that's perfect because what the world needs right now is more love that's exactly right it needs more blessings and more love and sometimes that is really hard Mm -hmm. and And who's better at
3: blessing and loving than us right right we're the masters of it Exactly. And so I was, I,
1: anyways, that it just, what you were saying reminded me so much of that because it's all about taking something negative and making it positive and just filling it with love. And I just, I I saw that and I thought that was amazing. So you said you write letters and you've been a part of Get Out the Vote. What are other kind of, are there other community events or community things that maybe
3: people, could get involved in or be a part of that you know of? Oh, what a great question. What a great question. Yeah, I think when you, whenever you're involved in any Get Out the Vote campaign, you have to start with yourself. Start with yourself. Get yourself to a good and healthy place so you can educate yourself on the issues. You can educate yourself on how to vote, what issues um, are on the ballot, what might be confusing in the media, Um, find some good resources, you know, League of Women Voters, League of Black Voters, Um, check in your community to see what people are saying about what you're actually voting on, start talking to people. I think we've been so afraid to talk about politics that we actually stopped having polite discourse and we assume everybody is, is on some kind of, you know, on some kind of wing where we can't actually meet in the middle and have a conversation anymore. And I think that's what we actually need to start doing because those uncomfortable conversations, as much as we don't want to have them, that is one of the ways that we make change by education. And when you, when you have these conversations with people, don't get engaged in any hate. Just remember to stick with the facts. You know, what are the facts? What are we voting on? How often do we vote? How do we vote? Did you know you don't have to put a stamp? on your ballot to mail it. I I have confirmation here from my uh, Multnomah County, um, Multnomah County um, Elections Office that says uh, this year, stamps are not needed to return your ballot by mail. I don't know if everybody knows that. So if there are people out there not sending in their ballots because they're just not educated or don't have a stamp, we need to let them know. We need to give them the facts. We need to let them know they need to get those ballots in early. We need to fight for transparency in our community. So if anyone lives in a community where they feel like people are not, do not have access to the ballots, do, are not getting their, um, their ballots in on time, ask for transparency, fight for transparency. And if you've done all that, if you've done all that, if you voted in every election, if you have never missed an election, you're engaged in your community, everybody up and down your street has voted, go farther, get start knocking on doors. You know, I know it's time of COVID. Knock on doors. Hey neighbor, did you get your ballot in? If you didn't, I'll run it down to the election office for you. Make a greater effort to get people to vote. Tell them how important it is to vote. Remind them that women have only had to vote for a hundred years. Black folk even less. We cannot squander the opportunity to to live in a democratic society, we have to be involved. Like you said, Kanani, it is not a spectator sport. We need to get involved. And if, if you've already done all that, so I'm talking to someone who is a super voter, someone who has everybody up and down their street voting, run for office, run To be a precinct person. Then you have all the phone numbers and all the addresses of the folks in your community who need to vote. You can check in with them. You can let them know when there are town halls. You can let them know how to have their voice heard. You can educate them on who their representatives are and help them engage with the representatives so they know who to go to when they have problems. I always think there's a way to do one better, you know, one better. And if you're, you know, I'm, I'm not a smug person, but let's just say I'm a smug person. I'm sitting back going, damn it, I've been doing voter regs for 20 years and I'm done. No, we're not done. Not until every vote is counted, not until every person feels like they're heard, and not until every person really engages in the democratic process. I also
1: think one of the things that I've been reading about lately is one of the things they're concerned about, which is not something that, that actually exists in Oregon, Um, because we do mail-in ballot and we've done that for so long Mm. is historically vast majority of people who volunteer at polls are seniors Mm -hmm. and seniors are very nervous as they should be to be out in, in crowds and, and being involved with stuff like this in times of COVID. And so I think that for younger people, um, who maybe aren't as afraid of, you know, being exposed because they probably fare better or heck maybe they had it last month. So their odds of getting it again are pretty much zero. You know, those are the people that would be wonderful to have helping out and volunteering at poll sites. exactly I have a, um, a family member who is, is on kind of the, it would not be good for her to get this, um, she has a lot of, of existing conditions that would make this, you know, quite scary. And she's, you know, in her sixties, late sixties, and she's going to be volunteering come hell or high water. But, you know, frankly, I'd rather someone who's 25, you know,
0: take her volunteer position so that she could, she could stay home. So also I, I think that one of the things that I've seen in my community is there's lots of community forums on Facebook If you search your neighborhood, there's often, like, I I live in the Brentwood Darlington neighborhood. I have, like, Brentwood Darlington connected neighbors, right? And so people will post in there. So if you're someone that wants to help someone that might not feel comfortable dropping a ballot off somewhere or there's something that's impeding them, like, look on there because you'll be able to connect with a lot of people and say, hey, is there anyone that's struggling to vote? Can I help in any way? What do you need? It's a good mm-hmm. way to put yourself out there if you're a little nervous about knocking on the door because of COVID or you're afraid you might scare someone else, especially for people that are immunocompromised. It's a good place to post there and say, oh, you know, just let me know and, and I'll, I'll call you when I'm out or I'll text you when I'm out front and you can step up or uh, slip it on the porch and I'll grab it or whatever the, the scenario is. But it's a good way to connect with people. I've done a lot of. Um, chatting with, uh, with neighbors around voting and such. And it's, it's a good way to, to be able to connect quickly with people there and off and offer whatever help you need.
1: Brilliant. Just brilliant. I just, I think that's, I think, you know, I I think that the biggest kind of, I I think some of the biggest takeaways for me are one, you have to do something, whatever that is, do something, but, but also, Know that anything you do, you can you can impart in it your energy, yes. and and your power. And I loved like what you said about you know putting your energy into this these mailings so that everyone that touches this right, is going to be blessed and is going to be a part of that. And you're not saying, you know, anyone who, only the people who agree with what I believe with are going to be blessed. You're saying, no, anyone who touches this, anyone who's a part of this, I want their life to be better. I want them to be blessed. And I think that that's, that's a great way to get where we want to go is by, by being active, doing something, and in whatever you're doing, putting your energy into that, to mm. just make it that much more powerful.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. Beautifully stated. Beautifully stated, can I? We actually um, have a
1: listener question that we were hoping also that you could maybe uh, help to answer if you're interested. Um, and the listener question was I seem to be something of a hedge witch, maybe. As I practice outdoors most of the time. However, I have, not called, I have not been called to any certain god or goddess in my practice. A fellow practitioner seemed perplexed that I don't feel the need to call on a certain deity when doing spell work. I don't feel an affinity to any of the mainstream deities, and I've always felt the power as neutral, neither masculine or feminine. I just feel the power, and it, let it work through me and around me. Now the spells that I've cast have come to fruition, but not always as I imagined. More of the universe giving me what I need rather than what I asked for. Is it so strange that I don't work with specific deities? And have you encountered others that are godless? I'm just curious.
3: Well, I would tell this listener that whatever you're feeling and however you connect to spirit is correct for you. No one can tell you how to connect to spirit. No one can tell you who your gods or goddesses are or spirit or lack thereof of one because what you feel when you connect is your valid connection. If I plant a seed here in Northeast Portland, that seed will grow into a flower in Northeast Portland. And if I plant it in Hillsboro, it'll grow into a a different flower in Hillsboro. If I plant it in Corvallis, it'll be a different flower in Corvallis. However... That that seed, that flower knows how to grow. You know how to grow in spirit. You don't need somebody telling you how to grow. Like that seed doesn't need somebody to tell it how to become a flower. So just grow your beautiful self. Your magic will come. If a spirit or a goddess or um, an archetype from a, a particular religion speaks to you, just Listen just listen and and see if there's a message there. But if you don't get a message, if your message is peace, if your message is to grow and to connect to the earth and and be in tune with the factors that help you bloom and blossom, that's what we need to connect to. And that's the kind of relationships we need to foster with folks who are new to the craft. Trust yourself. Trust your, your inner guide. Trust your... Trust that you know how to grow in spirit on your own.
2: Hang on one second, guys. Something strange is happening. What is happening? So we had a little surprise for you, Kanani. (laughs)
1: Nice. Happy Happy (laughs) birthday. Nice. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. birthday. (laughs) I'm shocked some of these people know how to use Zoom. Uh. (laughs) We had had a a good teacher. Very nice. Wait, did I, this- Now I'm glad I
0: put on makeup. <laughs> that's that's why I was unsung. So do you want <laughs> to open your present now? That right. birthday crown is amazing. By the way, you it's severely pissed
1: off my child because I was hiding it from myself in her closet. So she <laughs> thought that it was hers. Oh, no. And she came in and she was like, Mom, guess what I found in the closet that you were hiding? And I went, uh, that's for me.
0: She is not
1: happy with you right now. All right, let's see. You got it? All right, hold on. Do I need scissors? I don't need scissors. I knew it was Margaret. (laughs) I knew it. I even showed a picture to George. I'm like, she's giving me. Hold it up. Hold it up. That's what it is. See what it is. It's a person named Margaret.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness.
0: Jesus, has gone on about this. Forever, it, it is, smells. It, is, it, yeah. it, is it smells is like a Courtney, vintage leopard We're coat. Have to change that, say what? It
1: smells uh, like you. We're gonna have to change that. I'm <laughs> sleeping with it tonight. tonight. <laughs> it is, it so, is a vintage. This was a not, jacket that Courtney let me borrow. Was it? Was the first time I borrowed it? At the drag brunch. It was because you tried to show up in a t-shirt, blue jeans. Yes, I did. Please. Well. It it was perfectly I was dressed for no, that no. shitty drag So I
2: made, her tra- I made her change clothes okay, on, and we'll change shoes because she's the only person we can wear is the same shoe as me. And then she tried to put back on her fucking fleece. Okay, here we go. And I said, Which I've no, thrown away, by the way. You cannot. And so then she got obsessed with it. And I looked at it and went, oh, my God, it
1: belongs with her. It does. It hated yeah. you. I told That's you. <laughs> I told you. Wow. No, she, She. so first I mm-hmm. borrowed it then. And then I borrowed it for our live recording at Raven's Wing. And then I told you I wasn't going to give it back. And you practically had people pin me down to get it back from me. It, well, listen, listen, you, you, have,
2: you have been embracing 40 with gusto. And you have, have embraced your style, which was that you are soccer mom Morticia. It is about damn time you had a faux leopard coat.
1: Right? Look at those nails. Thank, look at, look the at the nails. The nails the a the faux leopard the coat. coat. Okay, black litter nails need a faux leopard coat. That's how this works. So Kanani, as uh, you may not recognize everybody here, these are our Patreon supporters. As I well recognize as some friends. people and I recognize some of the Patreon names, so I know I'm very excited. So thank you guys. But what is in the pocket? <laughs> oh God, what is in the phone You're the last one to wear Uh-oh. it. Is it your phone? <laughs> is this my glove? <laughs> is this my glove from like a year ago this is why margaret belongs to me she's been neglected here's the other glove in the other pocket this is why she's mine yeah i'm really excited so thank you guys so much i'm so excited now there's still two things you have to do to close out the episode
2: we have to ask millie where people can reach her reach them and then you have to close it out with the stuff that we say this is still an episode. Believe the it or stuff not, stuff that we say. I know this You made me write because you can never remember any of it. No, I don't. She That's not I what I'm here for. Her. Every All time right. So like, ask
1: what? Millie the question. All
3: right. So Millie, how can people keep in touch with you? Um, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. Millie Demod. Um, you can follow me. And oh, and if anyone. Um, makes a little postcard and sends it and puts it on Instagram, I'm going to use Courtney's cards to give them a free Instagram one card reading. So oh, that's awesome. I have uh, Courtney's uh, deck of the Burrows here, which I absolutely love. Nice. Oh, thank you. And I love this deck so much. This is one of my favorite decks. I love using it. And anyone who just posts a picture of a postcard saying, hey, friend, don't forget to vote. I'll give you one card reading for free on Instagram. That's That's fantastic.
1: We are going to pimp the hell out of that. That is so awesome. That is fantastic. Well, thank you guys. And thank you all so much for listening. If you want to support the show, the best way is to subscribe and spread the word. Please also consider leaving us a rating and review us on Apple podcasts. You can also buy us a coffee or check out our merch on our Etsy store. For bonus content, you can become a supporter on Patreon. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. For show notes, audio transcript, or to ask us a question to answer on a future episode, go to thatwitchlife.com. Until then, keep moating that shit, and we'll talk to you next week. (laughs) Happy birthday, Kanani! (laughs) Happy
0: birthday, Kanani! Happy birthday! birthday. Find us at thatwitchlife.com for archived episodes or to ask your burning questions for us to answer in a future podcast. So would it be
1: Okay, let me Oh, and you didn't put on here, at what point am I opening the
0: present? Um I don't know. Do that do it yeah, that, that. Do it toward the end. Yeah, we'll do it towards the end, like with our guests.
1: I don't, I don't think we should do it with the guest.
0: No, let's do it with the guest. I, no, come on. Let's, please, I want to do it with the guest. They know it's your birthday, so it would be a fun thing to do together. Okay. Yeah. I, I, just,
1: I don't know. Well, just get exactly. over it. Time
2: it. Okay. You'll make it to make the rules about when you open your birthday present, so there. Yeah, no. bitch, you made me
0: wait for, like, weeks with that motherfucker in my room, in my fucking room. Well, I already room. know what it is, so it doesn't really matter.
2: I don't care if you think you know what it is. You're not going to open it till I tell you you can, so just get over it.
1: All right. That's fine. I just think it doesn't make sense because the closing with the guests is always... It's off. fine. That's fine. You can, you can say it doesn't make sense.
2: Okay, and we're we'll, make we,
0: we'll work it. we will work it in. Okay. All right. So... <laughs>